It's being described as a baby bump. One doctor says it's a boom time. I think for many people, this pandemic has sort of forced a reconciliation of what really matters. I agree. Babies matter. And this month, babies are coming, born from COVID. I am just plain happy. In our ministry, which is not large by ministry standards, two babies were born last week, both a girl and a boy, neighboring in the six-pound range. But that was topped by a couple we are engaged in ministry with in Cuba. They had a showstopper 12-pound boy last week. If you're listening, and a mother, I should tell you the whopper of a boy was delivered by C-section. In just my world of ministry, another child is due in March and another in September. Children. And all good gifts are from the Lord. Life is from the Lord. New life in Christ is the best gift. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. Imagine if you picked up your mail today and found an invitation from heaven. This beautiful invitation said that you had been invited to lunch this Saturday to spend time with Jesus. Would your heart leap? I know mine would. In all reality, the Bible is a similar invitation to spend time with Jesus. And we don't have to wait until this Saturday. We can open it up right now and not just learn about Jesus. Through the Holy Spirit, we can actually spend time with Jesus. So I want to invite you to stay with me today. We're going to open to the Gospel of Luke again so we can know Jesus better here in 2021. After the program, I want you to have a very special DVD with the Gospel of Luke feature film on it. This film is told word for word from the Gospel. You can choose either the NIV or KJV, but the story plays out as actors portray the life of Christ in very realistic locations, helping the Gospel story come to life. I've never seen anything like it, and I know it'll help you better understand the life of Christ. After the program, please call us and make your first-of-the-year gift to this listener-supported ministry. And as a thanks, we'll send you the Gospel of Luke DVD. Our number is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, watch some sample scenes from the DVD, and you can make your gift there and then at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And now let's start the program. From their album, Beautiful Offerings, Big Daddy Weave. If I told you my story, you would hear hope that wouldn't let go. And if I told you my story, you would hear love that never gave up. If I told you my story, you would hear life, but it wasn't mine. If I should speak, then let it be of the grace that is greater than all my sin of winter. 
praising my Savior all the day long. This is Haven Today, opening with a song called My Story on a program called Meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. There is a saying that when someone shows you who they are, you should believe them. Usually, this kind of statement is said in a negative way, when a particularly violent or abusive person finally shows their true colors. It's a reminder that usually such behavior is not normal or out of character. And to get out while there's still time to get out. When someone shows you who they really are, believe them and act accordingly. Good advice. But it doesn't always have to be a negative. Just about 2,000 years ago, a group of three poor and unimportant men experienced something like that in a way that you'd never expect. This is the second week in our month-long series of Meeting Jesus in Luke. All month, we're reading Luke together. We're asking the Lord to speak to us through this wonderful gospel. And I want to extend the challenge to you beyond this daily radio program. Would you commit to reading through the entire gospel with me this month? Beginning to end, it would only take about four hours of reading time, which means you could read it about four times if you sat down with Luke for just 30 minutes every day. However you do it, I know the Lord will strengthen your faith and deepen your devotion to Christ. Chapter 9 is one of the most important chapters in the entire Gospel of Luke. Many pastors and theologians actually think chapter 9 is the turning point of the entire book. All before it is building up to what happens in chapter 9. And all that follows, it looks back. Luke describes this turning point in chapter 9, verse 51. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. Jesus had been traveling around, preaching the word, healing the sick, casting out demons, giving evidence wherever he went that he really was the Messiah. The time had fully come. The Messiah had arrived. The crowds were getting larger. The whispers were turning into shouts that this Jesus of Nazareth had come to save Israel after all. And then chapter 9, Jesus sets his face to Jerusalem, a sober reminder that he came to die and not to live. He came to sacrifice himself, not take up arms and put his enemies to death, a reminder to us, his disciples, those of us who claim the name of Christ, that the way to live our life as his people is not to seek power and fame. It's to step down, to serve our neighbors. Jesus set his face to Jerusalem. Nothing could turn him away. But chapter 9 doesn't just tell us about Jesus' decision to march to Jerusalem. It shows us who Jesus really was and even is. In Luke 9.20, Jesus had just asked his disciples a question each of them would have to answer. Who do you say that I am? It's an important question and one that the crowds were talking about. Some thought Jesus was John the Baptist. Some thought he was Elijah or one of the other prophets from the Old Testament. A testament to how powerful Jesus' ministry was and had become. But Jesus was even greater than these and Peter the apostle knew it. 
When Jesus asked that question, Peter responded with four words, the Christ of God. Peter knew who Jesus was, and the question needs to be answered by each of us, too. Who do we say that Jesus is? No one can escape this question. Who do you say Jesus is? Is he someone you admire, but you don't worship? Is he someone you use to pursue your own life's agenda? Is he an idea that is only useful for you to make yourself feel better about your guilt? Or is Jesus the Christ of God, as Peter put it in Luke 9.20, the Messiah sent from God to save? That's who he is. Peter's confession shows us how important it is to know this Christ. But Luke didn't stop there. Eight days later, Jesus did something that we all long to see. He showed his glory. Let's listen to the story as Luke tells us in Luke 9, verses 28 through 36. About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy. But when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Haven today, and an excerpt from the Gospel of Luke DVD that we have for your gift with a reading out of Luke chapter 9. The Transfiguration. So many things going on in this monumental event. Christ pulling the veil back, showing his disciples who he really was. It was a call for them to believe. The first thing we have to notice about this scene that we just heard is that Jesus didn't do it for himself. He already knew who he was. He knew he was God's beloved son, that he was the Messiah, greater in glory than Moses as well as Elijah. But Peter, James, and John needed to see it. And Jesus revealed who he was for our benefit, not his. We have to get that right, because it shows us just how dependent we are on him taking the initiative and how deep his love for us runs. Christ didn't have to do this. But he wanted to do it, to help three of his closest disciples understand what he had come to do. But there's another detail that speaks to us. Christ appeared there with Moses and Elijah, two of the greatest prophets from the Old Testament, there with Jesus. 
talking with Jesus, almost like a great reunion, because that's exactly what it was. Moses, as well as Elijah, both knew Jesus because they had faith in the Lord. To trust Christ is to trust in the same God that they did. Even here, Dr. Luke is showing us that Jesus is more than a good teacher or a moral counselor. He's not a life coach. He is the Lord Almighty in the flesh. Christ was glowing. The entire mountaintop was ablaze with glory. And then came the voice, booming out of that cloud, Elijah and Moses fading from view, paling in comparison to the brilliant glow of Christ's glory. That voice, this is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. The father revealing to his disciples and also to us who Jesus really is, the son of God, chosen to bring a message, someone we must listen to, but more than that, someone who is sent to save us. We need to hear this, and we need to be convinced that Jesus is who he said he is. But how? How can we get there? Well, Luke chapters 9 and 10 are full of the disciples accomplishing a lot in the name of Jesus. They're sent out to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to preach the word. They're given authority over the evil spirits in the name of Jesus. But these chapters also show how quickly the disciples got it wrong. They rebuke a faithful disciple because he isn't a member of the in crowd. They desire to call down God's judgment on their perceived enemies because they rejected the word. They got arrogant, assuming the Lord gave them authority over demons because they were so faithful. All of this to prove a point. We cannot sustain our own souls. None of us. Not me. Not you. We don't have the power that we need to sustain our souls, to save ourselves. We just can't do it. We're weak, and we're sinful, and we're very needy. And that's the point. Peter's confession is celebrated in Luke chapter 9. But behind it are two realities. The first is what we learn from the transfiguration. Christ reveals himself. We don't go out and find him. He comes and finds us, and he shows us who he is for our benefit. But the second reality... Standing behind any true confession of Christ is what Jesus has to say in Luke 10. Let's listen in together. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows who the Father is except the Son, 
and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Haven Today, and another excerpt from the Gospel of Luke DVD. Luke 10, 17 through 24. Jesus had just rebuked his disciples for their arrogance. They thought the Lord was using them because they were special. Maybe Peter had gotten a little full of himself after he confessed Jesus to be the Christ of God. He began to think he couldn't go wrong. But Jesus' statement here reminds us where our confidence and our salvation come from. No one knows the Father, Jesus said, except the Son. And no one knows the Son except the Father. But there's an exception. Those to whom the Son chooses to reveal. Everyone walks in darkness until someone chooses to turn on the light. The Son revealed the Father to us, and by so doing shows us who He really is, the Son of God sent to save us. That's where our deepest confidence is found. Not in ourselves, not in our accomplishments, or in any power we might think we have. Our confidence is found in Christ alone and what he shows us when we come to him by faith. What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer? There is no more for heaven now to give. He is my joy, my righteousness and freedom, my steadfast love, my deep and boundless peace. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to His. Oh, how strange and divine I can sing, all is mine, yet not I, but through Christ in me. dark, but I am not forsaken, for by my side the Savior He will stay. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing, for in my need His power is displayed. To this I hold, my shepherd will defend me. Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon. 
City of Light, yet not I, but through Christ in me. Haven today and meeting Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. As 2021 was beginning, we really wanted to encourage everyone that listens to this program to know Jesus better. Not to know just things about him, but to really know him personally. There are so many things happening in our world, and if we're not careful... We can neglect to spend time and get to know more the most important person in our lives, Jesus Christ. So why not put the Gospel of Luke at the top of your list of things to do this year and get to know Jesus better? And to help you do this, I want to send you a DVD called The Gospel of Luke. It's a word-for-word telling of the Gospel as well as a feature film that portrays the story of Jesus with actors at locations shot in the Mediterranean. I love how the DVD allows you to select to watch with either the NIV or the KJV translations. This DVD will help you begin your new year, fresh in your walk with Jesus. Why don't you call us right now and make your first gift of the year? We'll send you the Gospel of Luke DVD. Our number to call right now is 800 6 That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, watch the sample scenes from the movie, and make your gift there at haventoday.org. 
haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow on Tuesday, where again we'll share together this great story out of Luke that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. There's something incredibly beautiful about watching a child open a gift you know they'll love, isn't there? The anticipation in their hearts and yours of the joy they're about to experience is thrilling. Imagine our Heavenly Father's anticipation. God so loved the world, John 3.16 tells us. He loved the world and gave His only Son. Imagine the joy in His face as His children open the gift of Christ and receive His eternal blessings. It's the kind of joy that can sustain a soul forever, and it will. When we enter heaven's gates, according to Jesus, we'll enter into the joy of our Master. We rejoice, but also He will rejoice over us for eternity. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.